0: We are here because we want to build a six-figure profitable business that allows us to use our gifts to serve others, impact the world, and live life on our terms. I'm a no BS entrepreneur. I don't give up, no excuses here. I learn from my failures. I seek discomfort, it helps me grow. I speak my mind, I stand up for what I believe in. I use my gifts to serve others, I empower them. I'm focused, I'm disciplined, I get shit done. I build six-figure businesses. I am a no BS entrepreneur. I'm Afro Duritu, entrepreneur, keynote speaker, and mentor. Now, the question you're probably thinking is, how can I build a six-figure profitable business? If that is your question, then this podcast will give you the answer. Uh, Welcome to the Afro Duritu podcast show. And today, we have a weekly guest. Every Thursday, we go live with a weekly guest. And today's guest is Dan. And now, so let me introduce Dan. So now running Solis Jewelry full-time. Dan endured 10 years of working in finance. That's 120 at months. I like that way you put that in there. End to process before fulfilling his dream of working for himself. With his knowledge of business planning, forecasting, Dan has bootstrapped his business from a corner in his room to a six-figure business in just a couple of years. That's amazing. Having worked in the motor trade for months, for most of his financial career, an industry known for its questionable sales tactics. It's a good point, we'll get into that. And customer service, Dan was determined to build a brand focused on outstanding customer satisfaction, as well as high quality product. As a new parent, one of Dan's key drivers is to desire to run his own business with the freedom to have spend with his family and also travel the world while still earning an income. So welcome to the show, Dan. Hello, hello. So, uh, yeah, let's kick off with that first bit. The, the name we kind of like briefly discussed. So, why that name?
1: <laughs> um, oh, you caught me out now. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll start with that. <laughs> well, so, so this means to sort of relieve pain. Um, so I guess it's very fitting. Yeah. Uh, quite a lot of people can't spell it, so maybe not the best for sort of Google searches. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, we've we've been going a while now, so it's well not it. to change. It's like, plus, yeah. plus, it's fitting. It's just. Yeah.
0: It's working. Why change it? So, uh, what what made you leave then? Because it's 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 as an entrepreneur myself, it's one of the biggest things. People like when they come from full time work to then jump into own own business. People like what you're doing. You've got a great job. You've got a stable family. Why would you destroy that? And and I think why not? But tell me your journey.
1: Yeah, I mean. I guess I always thought that the next sort of promotion would yeah. give me the satisfaction ah, yeah. or fulfillment. I'm not really sure what was missing, um, but there definitely was something missing. Um, and I, and I always knew that I wanted to kind of run my own company. Yeah. It was just about finding that idea. Ah,
2: yeah.
1: Um, so yeah, obviously I got, I did focus on my career cause obviously it was, you know, I was getting good promotions. Yeah. I was, I was earning quite a lot of money for my age. Yeah. Um, and yeah, like you say, when, when you quit, I think one of one of my good friends was like, "You've done it too early," and I'm like, "Well, I, I guess that, that you know that's for me." Yeah. I guess it was it was me, you know, it was just purely out of I guess like love and wanted to see, sort of, I guess our family secure and everything like that. Yeah. Um, but it is scary. But um, yeah, you've got you've got to make that jump. So I guess from dropping out of six form. I ended up working in Curry's in the the warehouse at sort of 17, 18, thinking I did really well at GCSEs, I was always, you know, pushing, I always wanted sort of that, well, I I guess money and and sort of everything that I didn't have, Um, and I thought, how have I ended up here in in sort of, in a warehouse in Curry's, you know, nothing against against that, it's just not where I kind of envisioned myself going to university, everything like that. and yeah, I guess it's just been a, a sort of series of fortunate events. Yeah. So someone um who was in the warehouse was doing an apprenticeship in accountancy, that's the area oh, that I wanted yeah. to focus on. And I'd never really heard of it. Um like an apprenticeship in in that, because I kind of just thought, oh, all accountants must go to university, right?
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. You know?
0: That's my first um,
1: thing. <laughs> yeah, so I, I applied for a job, got it, got an apprenticeship um yeah and, and just worked my way up in 10 years I was sort of head of finance finance director level wow. um you know like you say, earning a good earning a good salary and it was yeah. really really tough to to make that decision to to leave yeah. because you know I was getting married in the following april
2: yeah. this was in
1: yeah. sort of september october time um getting married i kind of just bought a house sort of a year before that um and yeah I had a, had a baby on the way so it was but there's never a good time as oh. you know
0: I think you've like you've almost done it exactly as people say not to do it and you've kind of probably probably I had six months that,
1: six months sort of uh wages yeah. sort of saved and and put aside yeah. um and I thought what's the worst that can happen in yeah. six months I'll get a job you know it's it was the right thing for me at the time because it, you know the long hours when you've got sort of a, a baby on the way, you, yeah. you know, you want to be there to support. I, I don't want to be one of those people. Unfortunately, I think a lot of people have to, but I don't, I didn't want to be working seven to seven, not seeing, you know, my child. So, so yeah.
0: So <laughs> that is a, you're a brave man, but well done. Um, going <laughs> back a bit then. So why did you want money when you're younger then? Was it a lack of money growing up as a child or because sometimes that kind of tips the balance thing, right, I want better life better than I had before. Thing.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, we didn't have a, a sort of a, a comfortable sort of childhood growing up. Yeah. You know, it was it, it kind of if I, if I wanted something, I had to go out and earn it for myself, which mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for now. You know, not, not nothing against my parents. You know, they they did really well. They worked really hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was just it was just one of those things. And I, I think that has pushed me in. And it's, I guess now my perspective is completely different. Yeah. But at that time, it was just, you know, I want to. Yeah, I want everything, yeah. <laughs> nice <laughs> cars, nice houses, you know, nice watches, but um, not that that's changed now, I yeah. guess it's
2: just, <laughs> just, just
1: perspective <laughs> of uh, how how to go about getting those, I guess. Yeah, but, um, okay, so you're
0: from Newcastle originally, aren't you? Yeah,
1: oh, yeah. I'll have to slow down my uh, my talk fine. so I that understand. everyone can understand.
0: <laughs> I understand, <you. laughs> Um So you had a childhood growing up, you worked in um, Courage, you mentioned, and then 10, 15 years Ten? Is it ten or fifteen? You worked in tech. So, ten years
1: in yeah. I was in finance for ten years. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, and your friend said, just going back a bit, he said you're too too young. What? When would he? What? When's the time to start? Then, in, in his eyes. Oh no, it
1: wasn't know? that I was. Too, it was. It, sorry, it wasn't too young. It was that mm. the business wasn't wasn't there. Ah, you Ah. Know, okay. Sorry. Gotcha. Um, yeah. I guess it was. You know, you you've done it too soon. You you've ah, left your job too soon. Um, gotcha.
0: So, what did you leave too soon then? What made you just go, ah, you know, screw it, let's go? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, like I say, you know, I'd I'd kind of got to the, you know, the top of what I guess an accountant could be. Obviously, I could have yeah. gone on to bigger and you know bigger companies and and earn more and and whatever. But essentially, I was doing the role of a finance director.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. So, it, you know, it doesn't get any more varied than that, and yeah. and it was just the monotony of every month end processing the same thing That's over crazy. and over again. It, it felt really repetitive working for somebody else, you know, I, I guess I always pushed, you know, I think I got to where I was because I've always been pushing it because I've got that sort of, well, I, I think that I've got that entrepreneurial mindset of yeah. I don't just want to be involved in accounts. I want to be involved in running the business. So oh, I, yeah. I was pushing, I was pushing, I thought, you know what? And especially when you're looking at people around you going, you know, I, I could do better than, <laughs> I could do a better job. <laughs> I was even um, doing a lot, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so it was just it was just one of those things obviously it was a difficult decision that sort of me and, and Lindsay my fiance had to make um you know stress played a big part of it working long hours um, wanting a healthy sort of family life balance one of my old um, bosses said to me once that you know he, as, he's had a similar decision to make yeah. to me at the time and he chose to stay in his career and he, and he kind of hasn't seen his his um, daughter grown up right. and it's one of his biggest regrets yeah. so that that really resonated. This was a couple of years ago, but yeah. that really stuck with me. So when it came along, and you know, what's the worst that can happen? You, you yeah, go exactly. through some money, and you know, you get a job. I guess I was fortunate that, I, you know, well, I was confident that yeah. in six months I could get a job because yeah. accountancy is one of those things that, you there. know, even in a recession, they may, they may be less of, but you know, there yeah. will always be people who need accountants. So, yeah. so, so yeah, it was just a leap of faith, really, and stress and family-driven.
0: Awesome. What What did uh, Lindsay think then when you like were, <laughs> when you approached the idea of like I've got this idea, yeah? Did Did you have yeah, this idea beforehand, yeah, or was yeah, it literally yeah. I've got an idea and then you tell her because that's what I'm like. I'm like I got this idea, Farah. It's so like oh god, here we go. So what was yeah. that like for you?
1: It was it, yeah. It was quite it was quite daunting, and I kind of I kind of brought it up subtly at first over dinner, ah, okay. and then maybe a couple of days later, I was like, so you know that idea. <laughs> um, can we discuss it Yeah. I think I think she thought it was a joke because right. <laughs> um, yeah you know we we had quite a comfortable lifestyle, i guess yeah. um and and you know big big decisions big big events, sorry coming up um but you know she completely got the the work life balance thing and it's it's been the best thing I've ever done, hands oh, down awesome. um I mean, obviously, if the business wasn't successful, it may be a different story, yeah. but um you've got to put the time in to to make
0: your business a success. Yeah, so how's it been over COVID now we're talking to business? So over that time period, because I remember when we had the 9 a.m. kind of accountability calls because we're both part of NatWest Business Accelerate program. Uh, and in the mornings, it was a bit like it was hit and miss. Some people were like, yay, oh, hey So how have you navigated that? Because initially, my, after we settled my business, it was like, okay, right, this is a good time to start creating products and services and to do the things we should have done. Some people took it totally the way how How did you cope during that time period?
1: yeah, so at first, um obviously, with my financial background I yeah kind of right put put a worst case scenario, yeah. sort of business plan together, sort of a medium case, and then best case um and yeah it's I guess with everyone online shopping, you know we also, my store's completely online yeah. um, it's really actually benefited us. Mm. the one of the big things was stock, um obviously not being able to get yeah. stock, however again you know luck comes into this quite often um and i think i was due some but uh you know we did a big, we did a big order in for christmas and christmas wasn't actually as, as sort of uh. good as we kind of thought it would be so we had quite a lot of stock left over which it was definitely starting to deplete towards the, uh, well the last when was it So june i got stock again but yeah, yeah sort of april may time would run out of our best sellers which you know costs us quite a lot per day. Yeah. So that's yeah. a bit stressful. You know, constantly is the is you know is the is our manufacturers open yet? Yeah. You know, pushing, pushing. But um, you know, other than that, absolutely no complaints. I, I guess it's it's now about what's going to happen in the future yeah. for us. Um, 'cause, Because you know, like you say, entrepreneurship is is it's like a it's like a wave. You know, one minute it's up, one minute it's down. But it, it gets it can get quite disheartening. But um, I guess what I've learned from this is that. You've got to take the rough with the smooth, and yeah. as long as you keep working and, and keep believing that there will, you know, there will be the, the crest of the wave again. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just keep working hard, and I guess spending more time because I was going into the NatWest uh, office. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, I guess I've seen you a couple of times around there as well, and um, I feel like working from home it was going to be really tough. You know, working from a dining room table um yeah. you know a one year old running around just constantly want every time i was on zoom it was like oh yeah. can i come can i come and join you know he loved being on the on the calls yeah. uh, on the accountability calls um so that you know that's slightly distracting but you've really got to learn to um or, or i had to learn yeah. to sort of switch off from that background noise almost but but i still wanted to be there so it, yeah. it's finding that balance um but I actually have, I've actually got an office, I just didn't use it, but I've oh, started right. using that now and oh, okay. uh, that's definitely helped.
0: Is it in the house? Yes. House? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Home office. Cool. And then, so how did you, st- why jewelry then? Because, just why? I don't know. You, <laughs> it's yeah, an odd one. Why. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I don't know why. It's like, <laughs> Finance to jewelry. So yeah, well, I actually set the business up as a side hustle uh, five years ago, coming up six years. Um, it was when I was in my this. first full-time employment. It was actually uh, my girlfriend at the time, I was trying to sort of find a, a sort of Christmas present for her. Yeah. And I knew that every time she'd bought earrings from, I don't know, Claire's, you know, Topshop, whatever. Yeah. She would take them out literally within hours and be like, oh, you know, this is really, really hurt me. So mm. I thought I'll do some research, see if I can, you know, I guess fi- find a present that, yeah. she, re- you know, she really wants. So and when I, when I was doing my research, I found out that one in 10 women suffer from a metal allergy. And I I just could not find a good, um, well, good jewellery out there. So I thought, right, big market, there's no real competition. Let's try and see if I can find a supplier. So I I obviously learned about all the different materials and metals that um, can be used in jewellery. I found out that stainless steel was hypoallergenic, which means, you know, very unlikely to cause a reaction. Um, And yeah, I just thought, right, well, I found a supplier and... Uh, in Asia. yeah, It was a really low minimum order quantity, again, quite sort that's of, quite lucky there. Yeah. It was £100 uh, minimum order quantity, so I thought, that's really, you know, yeah. low investment on my part. Um, so, yeah, I got that jewellery through, yeah. gave it to a couple of, I found out, obviously, a couple more people who had the same problem, um, gave out the jewellery,
2: Yeah,
1: everything. You know, a couple of weeks later, I was like, wow, this is amazing, I can actually wear this. Yeah. But it was good, you know, it was good quality stuff as well. It wasn't like, costume jewellery on the high street.
2: Yeah.
1: It's like, wow, you know, this could really work. So um obviously set up a website which was probably if I look back now at my first home page, <laughs> it was probably terrible. Yeah. Did you do it yourself?
0: Did you do it yourself or did you get someone to do it for you?
1: Yeah, I I literally had I, you know I was earning apprentice wages, I yeah. had very little money. Yeah. Um so yeah, I guess that's where the bootstrapping comes yeah. in. Um, I did it all myself. I learnt learnt it all. Um, just WordPress used or... the stock images, so it didn't have any yeah. sort of nice lifestyle in ear <laughs> shots. You know, if I look back now, it would just be terrible. But uh,
0: you got to start somewhere.
1: Yeah, it's a way to get started, yeah. you know. 100.
0: Um, what, what platform did you use to build your website? On? Shopify. I oh, was Shopify. It's used Shopify. It makes sense, I guess, for jewelry. Yeah. Cool. So you built your own yeah. Shopify store. Yeah.
1: Say that again. Sorry.
0: No, I'm just saying you bought your own Shopify. You created your own Shopify store. Started to sell yeah. a few pieces then what happened next then
1: yeah I guess it's hot it feels like so long ago my yeah. memory's terrible it's uh well <laughs> as I, I really flitted in between right I'm really focused on my career and now yeah. I'm really focused on the business you know it it was really hard to, to keep motivated I guess when you're making strides in one area yeah career yeah. and then I guess at first you know you see a surge of all your family and friends by, and then it kind of teeters off a little bit um and then I just learned all about uh, Google Ads. Ah, uh, I think it was called Google AdWords at the time, yeah. but yeah, um, see search campaigns. So luckily, as I mentioned, there wasn't much competition, so it was quite cheap to buy clicks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I started with Google. Nice. Um, in fact, I I'd solely sold through Google and referrals for probably three, three years. Wow. I didn't touch anything else like Facebook, or influencers or anything like that yeah. so it was literally people just searching for the product yeah. um
0: what kind of sales are you one generating one, then once.
1: so in the beginning start off just doing a hundred a couple hundred pound a month yeah um and then i guess just before sort of i quit my job would kind of got it up to sort of like maybe five thousand pound a month okay. um so you know really small especially over the time period yeah. but again it was because there was periods of sort of six months where I did absolutely nothing which yeah. you know again it was I was really fortunate that actually um, I'd kind of I'm going to say conned my uh, mother into uh, doing all the fulfilment <laughs> <I did. laughs> <for> the, <laughs> there you go for the honest bless her Here's the um, truth <laughs> it, was, it wasn't conned you know no, I'm she I'm wanted to help, to help me of yeah. course she would yeah exactly that's what people um, were doing
0: at the beginning any family members any spare hands
1: yeah I mean that you know that wasn't looking back you know I think if if that hadn't happened I don't I don't know whether I would have continued to yeah. do it um but again bit of luck bit of you know like you say a family and friends helping out yeah. so so yeah it, it built up and you know it was it was quite comfortable because it would kind of pay for my holiday every year uh, it was yeah. very very little effort yeah. you know I didn't didn't focus on it but I guess towards the end um before thinking about um maybe 6 months before I thought about giving up the job it was like right yeah this is this is my way out of the sort of nine to five you know rat race yeah I'm I'm not I'm where I wanted to be but I'm not personally in and sort of um so yeah that's that's my way out so I really did focus for the last sort of six six months so I kind of feel like I've only really been focused on the business for like the last year and a half two to two years out out of the five um
0: okay was there was there a moment for you when you're like right today's the day I want to make the switch was there like a moment where you just thought you, you, you're traveling you like, I'm sick of this or because I remember my moment um which was like we were just folding a denim table I was like this is rubbish this is I'm not helping anybody I'm not doing anything I literally threw him on a table and I swore and I was like right fire, of this course so I was like that so what would you Did you have a moment were
1: you like, I can't, I- oh, I had many moments. It was, <laughs> it was, odd. yeah, it was really on and off. Yeah, you know, like I said, I, I'd been thinking about. Well, I'd known that I wanted to sort of run my own company for a long time, and yeah. I guess I never felt like, even though I knew the opportunity was there, I guess it was self doubt of I, I don't know how to yeah. grow this business. Um, but I guess when I when I started focusing on self development, and I know you focus a lot on that, and yeah. you know a lot of the, a lot of the people that you have on your podcast say exactly the same. But once I started. So, you know reading sort of sales and marketing books um right. yeah listening to podcasts i didn't know what a podcast was and this was yeah, sort of way, I was really <laughs> late on that on that train but i can't stop listening to them na- yeah. to uh, now but yeah it was just that learning and yeah there was many moments i would just be like oh, another month you know every, every time yeah. it came up to sort of month end and i yeah. thought oh i've got a week of really hard work here and it and at some point i was actually having to drive uh, down to brighton for sort God. of two to three oh, days as part of my job at month end, you know, take me away from home and right. you'd literally get up at six and you would get back to the hotel room at sort of 11 PM midnight horrible. for like, you know, a couple of days. And yeah. it was like, this is that, that was the turning point. Yeah. That was definitely the turning point. It was like, right, need to take back control and, you know, get this business going because there is such potential and anything that I don't know, I will learn yeah. and I, you know, I'll just stick it out.
0: So, so when, what, what book then would you recommend this you mentioned a few books i I love reading books now i'm like i've almost become like obsessed like every time i've got some time and even like, right what i I remember like i finished a book i think it's this one here and then i literally (laughs) was like what what next and another one's been delivered i was like come on hurry up and it came a day later (laughs) and i was like oh man so is there like what kind of books are you reading at the moment
1: so i I kind of go through phases um quite into the the psychology of selling Ah, so there's a book called Influence which is really really good that that was probably one of the first books I read and I think I've read it three or four times now Um, I I guess I I, I do read a lot yeah I I think I struggle to actually implement these things because they're so technical and and you get a lot of information but I actually think that just by I don't think it's necessarily one book I think the art of reading itself and you, you kind of take in what you need you don't need to implement everything from every book yeah but i i tend to sort of pick the things that are applicable to me at the time and then in the future if i'm if i'm facing something and i'll think oh but actually i know where to, i know where to get this yeah, information yeah, of what yeah. i need and i'll i'll reread that book so um you know the 4 hour work week oh, I love that book. Uh, good book i don't necessarily like that book Do because okay. well I do, I do like it sorry that's I like I like the concept of working less yeah cause that, that's all what I'm about <laughs> yeah. but I don't like the concept of how he goes about outsourcing his life oh, okay. um because it feels like quite cold and you you know I think relationships are really and networking is really really important okay yeah. so you know again I take I take the point about outsourcing yeah. tasks that you you know you can um I guess are less um value than than what yeah. you put on your time and, and i do that you know i've got a va um you know cleaner and stuff like that so um definitely um take that element for it but you know again the relationship side of it so yeah. do you
0: think he's because tim ferris is maybe comes across a bit disconnected is that what you feel that's all right to yeah say. you know
1: someone comes into your office and, you know, just say no and get them to <laughs> put it in the email. You know, that just doesn't work in the real I, life. And, I, and if you I, did, you'd come across as a pretty, you know, awful person. So Me
0: and Farah had yeah. this debate the other day about that. And I said, look, just you, sometimes you've got to say to people, when someone rings you and you answer the phone, sometimes I say, um, what was it? How can I help you straight away? Because I think he says that versus how's you doing, how's your day? And then it gets into a long conversation. Um, But yeah, I get your point. Yeah. you could Like you said, just take what you need and put the rest back, I guess. Yeah. Ultimately.
1: yeah i actually read a really good book um from jordan Belfort, the uh, wolf of wall street yes. guy um i read i think he did an autobiography um and and i, and I was sorry i listened i, I listened to audiobooks on yeah. audible rather than actually physically reading yeah. them but um i read that and it actually got me quite angry because he's quite an aggressive sort yeah. of go getter so there was a, he's done another book, um, the straight line system. Yeah. Yeah. About about, selling, sorry, selling the way of the way of the wolf, sorry, which okay. talks about the straight line system. I and mean, I, I was a bit dubious, but kind of ran out of things that I wanted. Like I'd run out of my wish list yeah, and, yeah. Just <laughs> them, so. and that, that's really, really good. Okay, um, that's good. again, coming from finance, I've just got no sales training whatsoever yeah, yeah. and sometimes a bit I, of an yeah, introvert. Yeah, yeah. Um, good point. so, you know, just learning about all these things and, um, that that's a really good read yeah. but it just goes through phases you know one, one week it'll be about Google advertising you can sales you know marketing, a lot of personal development you know about emotional intelligence things like that and it's I think it's the process rather than just one, one book in particular
0: yeah I don't think you can get everything from one book it's just it's what you get out of it like like you said I reread a book the other day I read like two lines like oh wow this is like reading the book again brand new so you always come as a different person when you read a book So what kind of podcasts at the moment? Podcasts? Well,
2: yours, of course.
0: (laughs) Ah, thanks. (laughs) Uh, The daily dose, get it every day, 5 (laughs) a.m. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, I was listening to the one about when you ventured out um, to Milton Keynes Hub today. Oh, yes.
0: When we went uh, to the restaurant, terrible service. Oh, God, it was shocking. It was so bad. It was (laughs) so bad.
1: Yeah, let's let's gloss over that yeah. one. <laughs> we, we've been to uh, restaurants yeah. and recently it's been a really good service. So It just depends. You just got a bad. Yeah, bad. yeah. <laughs> no, we've, we've been to another but, um, one since then.
0: It's been amazing. So it's just hit and miss. But we, that's a conversation for another day. Um, so, what, what other yeah. are the podcasts you listen to?
1: So, um, there's an e commerce uh, master plan podcast that's quite good, yeah. um, there's a Shopify owned podcast. Okay. Oh wow. Um, That's pretty good. How it how it works or how it how it built this? How is that a different one? I don't know. how that. yeah, how it started or something like that. It's about it's lots of different CEOs. Um Yeah, um just
2: it
1: just, Guy, it just kind of
0: Guy, what's his name? I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah,
1: Guy Russell, is it? I'm going to look at my phone or, now. Yeah, it, it, just, it just plays, doesn't it? You you almost stop knowing who the Yeah. I you know, what the podcast is, it just kind
0: of plays. Oh, what is it? Um, just because we're in yeah. now. How we built this or something, isn't it? How we, yeah. Yeah. How we built, How we this? built yeah. this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and has like CEOs and stuff on. Yeah, I love that show. It's good. Yeah. Really good.
1: Yeah, it's just pick and choose different ones all the time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cool. So in terms of like e-commerce then, so what's been the kind of... Have you, so you mentioned about doing Google Ads. So i want to get into marketing pieces now. So... How have you navigated that? Because a lot of people, like obviously, I, I market my business through Facebook and mainly, um, and a lot of people struggle with that piece of marketing. How have you made it work for you? Because it can be a minefield, and you could easily overspend money um, if you get too excited and you think, "All right, I'm going to whack some money on this," and see what happens. And it's like, "Oh no, that failed," and it's kind of it's kind of a roller coaster ride. How are you navigating that? And what and you got, have you got? Any tips and strategies if you're new to doing like Google ads
1: yeah I mean keyword research is the first thing you need to do and there's no point in in sort of going and and creating all these adverts if you don't know what people are searching for and there's there's short sort of short searches and then long tail searches as well Um, so yeah there's a a keyword tool planner would be the first place I'd start yeah think of everything that you could possibly think that somebody would search for your um, Product or service or anything like that, Um, and just be as granular as possible. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it also suggests things, which is pretty good. So if you you type in jewelry, for example, it'll then come up with lots of different other suggestions, and it'll give you the traffic. Um, So obviously, you want to focus on the ones with the largest traffic. But again, competition is a big thing. So if you if you're a plumber and you just type in, you know, if you advertise on plumber, you know that needs to be very specific to where you are so you'd be wasting money by doing that so again think about what where you want your clients to do so we we uh, get the best return for hypoallergenic jewelry uk oh, okay um so yeah keywords is the, is the first thing but actually negative keywords is just as important ah oh, yeah uh, because people searching for gold jewelry don't want to see stainless steel jewelry mm. um so yeah you, you can you can filter out negative keywords um, so again, you sort of making the most of your, um, you know, your cost per click, um, by no means am I an expert, by the way, on, on this topic, but, um, I'm making six but yeah, figures
0: so, so, you know, something
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's, um, I mean, it's one of the, again, one of those things that I set up yeah. a while ago and then almost didn't touch for a while. Yeah. It's completely opposite to Facebook. It was kind of working and growing. Um, and I was kind of just right, I'll put a bit more money in, i right? yeah, put yeah. a bit more money in. And, and it got to the point where it started then becoming a negative return. Mm-hmm. So I thought, all oh, right, I need to focus on this. Um, and again, there's loads of free resources out there. I re- actually, I read a book called How to Get to the Top of Google. Okay. And that had a big big impact on, on what I did for the website because it had a big piece on Google advertising as well as just um, SEO. Um, that's by a guy called Tim Kitchen. That's a really good um, read and he updates it regularly as well I think if you buy the ebook um, so yeah, that got me started again just learning and we'll go back to the sort of the the, the sales the influence of sales so you've you've really got to focus on your call to action yeah. in an in an ad like that so somebody's searching for for your product or your solution probably is is you know um, I guess why do I keep reacting to earrings would be the yeah. the problem yeah. So you need to then solve that solution in your ad um, because you're competing against other potentially bigger companies or, um, yeah, so you need to really have a strong sort of call to action. You need to get that trust element over straight away. Mm. Um, And yeah, that's, I guess, from the ad side of things, you've got to create all all these different ads and then test which ones work because you could say that um, the best hypotogenic Jewelry on the market could be one of my ads. Yeah. How do I know that? You know, if I, if that's the only one that I did, how am I ever going to know if that's the right message for that customer? Yeah. So again, it's just about testing, and it takes a long time, and it's it's all it's not always the easiest system to use. Um, but yeah, set up set up a load, of a different text, yeah. a different copy. And there, and you know, there's people who can help you out with that. There's copywriters who are really good at that, um, and you know, could craft you a, a perfect message or a few perfect messages, so you don't have to create hundreds. But um, again, that depends on on budget. You know, I would never have been able to afford to do that at the start. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, just turn off the ones that don't work. Boost more spend on the ones that do work. Um and the the problem is that Google are forever changing how how many let how many characters you can have. Yeah,
0: how many characters are they?
1: Oh I've got absolutely <laughs> no idea. But constantly adding different lines yeah. and, and different so you can say like the blocks so you can have different categories. So it'll come up, you know, on ours, studs, hoops, um uh, okay, you know, gotcha. necklaces, yeah. etc. And they're like the buttons underneath. So that again that's taking them directly to the page uh, that they okay, want to gotcha. see. Yeah.
2: Yep. If
1: you if you're cutting out um, an extra click yeah you know because if someone goes on your page it's like well I wanted necklaces this all only looks like earrings they're going to bounce straight off so again really think about your landing page mm-hmm. um, you almost need to get your website right and and, and sort of uh, I make it like if you put water into a colander if you, the colander's your website yeah. and the water's the the traffic if you just go straight because you could I could buy a, a million clicks yeah, tomorrow yeah. if you really yeah. wanted to but, you know, it would cost me probably sort of half a million. And, it, you know, not nobody would buy, really, because it's the wrong... Your website's not set up for it. Yeah. Do you think that's a Jeez. massive
0: problem, like, entrepreneurs struggle? With? Because I know I had an issue with that when that's why I do, like, work delivery jobs in the weekend, because I blew my budget, essentially. Um, do you think that's a massive problem? Because, like, the traffic's easy to get. it's It's what you do with it and how you organize it and how you, like you said, the landing page, the... Copy the headline, the hook, all these key things. Do you think it's just everyone's? Some people are a bit naive to it all. Do you think?
1: Possibly, yeah. it's it's difficult. I mean, because you don't necessarily know what's not working. Yeah. Um So again, data. Um, you know, follow follow the data. We so since I quit my job, which is about a year ago. Yeah, are we yeah, celebrate now your anniversary.
0: Um, <laughs> the great anniversary.
1: Yeah. Well. Um, yeah, September. So yeah. Yeah. Um, celebrate. <laughs> and i think i've got a conversion rate up from 3% to 5%. oh wow that's a massive so, difference. Yeah, yeah you know that that's me not paying for any more customers mm. you know that's if if i if i got that up to 6% that would i would literally have doubled my business and yeah. not spent an extra penny on on advertising so you know i think people people it's it's like a shiny thing isn't it facebook ads is, yeah. is that shiny yeah, thing yeah. that it's going to get it's going to change my business it's going to change the business well it can but you need to find the right audience and tell them the right message and, and have the right trust on your website, you know? Um, so yeah, your, your website's definitely the first thing to work on yeah. in terms of e-commerce. Um, but yeah, the, the message that you put out there in terms of your, of your marketing and advertising is, once once that's ready, is obviously just as important.
0: Mm. So what's your biggest competition right now then? Is there, is there anyone who's like, all right, this guy's doing okay, I'm gonna capitalize on this and do my own. Because like you said, you, it sounds like you struck gold um, and, 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 like, and Google, like you search for that, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's very like long tail. It's, it's a, it's perfect almost for e-commerce.
1: Um, I mean, the, so companies like Claire's and, and, uh, you know, other high street stores yeah. are, um, they're, they're selling like sensitive skin ranges. Yeah. Um, you know, our customers tell us that they don't work. Obviously, I can't, you know, I, yeah. I, I can't say, <laughs> yeah. why. I can you know, say it, it. I can say
0: it, don't work. <laughs>
1: yeah, I shouldn't really say a company's name, should I? I should I just, uh, high um, speed um, stores. Other stores
0: Other stores are available.
1: But yeah, there's a, there's a couple of people selling hypoallergenic yeah. jewelry, but it tends to be a different market. So it's either cheaper... Um, more sort of costume jewelry we we kind of say that we've got the, the largest quality range of hypoallergenic uh, jewelry okay. um
0: so what's your I, different I price point then so what's your
1: so our average order is? value is 20 pound okay, um exactly. people generally buy you know one or two products i think it's 1.5 is our average um so yeah jewelry start at about 10 pound so it's you know, it's then actually when you talk about your Facebook ads and your Google ads, it's yeah. actually hard to make a profit because they, they almost make more profit than you do. Yeah. Um, just because it's a volume game, you know. Yeah. people. I think people think that if you send 100 people to the website, most of them will buy. It's like but it's actually, you know, with a, yeah, with a 5% conversion rate, yeah. I've got to get 100 people to the store. Yeah. Five of them will buy. Yeah. But if it costs me a pound to get each of those customers, you know, you start working the maths out and you think, oh, actually, this isn't. Facebook are doing all right, but yeah. um, and Google are, but it, yeah, you've, you've really got to watch your margins when you're doing doing ads, it can be, it can be, and also their reports as well, there's some sometimes some crossover. Yeah. I know, I know I'm kind of no, no, going no. off on a tangent here, but yeah, there's some let's crossover out, between Facebook and Google, yeah. <laughs> because Facebook, your customer will see an advert on Facebook and then think an hour later, oh, what was that company again? I'll Google it, yeah, yeah. and then they click on the ad, so Facebook are saying, well, I got that customer, and Google, I said, no, I got that customer. Ah, okay, so gotcha. you, if you, you know, if you add the two revenues from your reports yeah. up from each side, you'll think, well, you know, Google said ten grand, Facebook said ten grand, yeah. so should have twenty grand here, yeah, but, but, got, but like, I've only got twelve. 12. Yeah. What's going on here? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah it's, so you've got to watch that as well yeah. because their their return on ad spend is inflated yeah. um, sometimes. So guess, most of the time. I
0: guess that's hard to to manage because there's so many ways to like navigate and buy things these days. You could see something here. And buy it here, yeah it's just all interlinked yeah. it, into like and that, and that's why it has
1: to be one strategy, yeah. you know um good point definitely
0: yeah, do you think like having average cart value go up is a massive thing as well, so if you get more people buying, that's probably where you're making a profit really, isn't it That extra point five you mentioned I'm assuming
1: yeah we um yeah, so the three things that I focus on are yeah. traffic, conversion rate, and retention ah, okay. um and under that conversion umbrella is also average order but actually it's probably worth its own so sorry this yeah. four with average order value as well so again when i sort of a year ago i think my average order value was about 17 pound yeah. um and this month i think it's up at 22 oh, Wow. Um, 22 pounds so that big difference and again it's it's upsells um i think i guess more getting people to buy more yeah obviously having more quality products that you can charge more for so like gift sets yeah. um gift notes yeah. you know all these little things that sort of add up add they add value as well yeah. it's you know it's not just about making more money it's actually about adding but, more value i mean we we get quite a lot of repeat customers who buy quite a lot of jewelry so i'm starting to think well so a lot of our customers buy like five pairs of earrings, yeah. how they're going to store them. Right, I need some sort of uh, jewelry yeah, box. Yeah. You know, all those kinds of things add up. Like um, Amazon,
0: isn't it, where like, you go to Amazon, it's, hard it's like, what would, to you, focus would
1: you, on would you like this? <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but the good thing about e-commerce is all that data is in front of you. Yeah. So I guess from my background, you know, it's quite easy to analyze and, and I love to see it, but that's what's really driven my decisions, mm. what to focus on next um, and where the biggest cut sort of value is. Um, so yeah, it's, awesome. it's very interesting, and you could be focusing on the, you know the website one day, and then your images the next, and you, it it's it all adds up because your images will help your your Facebook ads, yeah. you know, the copy will help your email marketing. It, it, it's
0: it's all interlinked, isn't it?
1: It is all yeah. interlinked. So it, yeah, well, people who get focused on just Google ads or something, it's uh, that's what I did at the start. You know, it's it's easy to do that, but you've got to think of everything. Yeah, Um, as a holistic sort of marketing strategy. That makes sense.
0: In terms of like your your, I guess revenue. Where's it kind of split? Is it like 50% here, 20% there? What What's been the kind of split across? Because I have not dipped, delved into Google yet myself, Google Ads. Um, And I've been, I keep saying one day, one day, one day. But I I like Facebook too much, and I I know it's dangerous to be on one thing. So I need to start venturing out. So how? What kind of numbers are you chucking out in terms of the percentage of? yeah, your
1: business comes from. So 25% of it comes from repeat customers. Yeah. Um, probably another sort of 25% comes from referrals okay. um, and word of mouth or direct sales. And then, yeah, the rest of it's split from ads. So whereas before it was very heavily weighted towards, I think 70% of it was from sort of Facebook.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, sorry, Google. I've really focused on, Diversifying and and doing more with the customers because, like I said, yeah. Facebook can easily swallow up all your margin yeah. if all of your customers come from Facebook. That you know they could they, they could turn you off. Yeah. You know yeah, we yeah. we had a big problem where because our jewelry was in sort of the measurements were in millimeters, so it was like forty millimeter they thought we were selling ammunition. So they oh, just really? turned <laughs> all our ads off just before Christmas. And I was like, that's why I've got so much stock left in COVID because they turned my ads off. So they actually tell you yeah, that. It, you're it right. It was you know, you, um, did they say that to you? Well, it just comes up, just yeah. get like an error message. So for the next sort of two months, so I had to manually, every time we did a new advert, yeah. we had to. it used to get rejected. Then we'd have to, have to get it manually uh, re- sort request. of overlooked. Yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, it really put a down on it. And then, a and then terrorist. it would get rejected again down the line. Yeah. And it's like, um, luckily I had an agency at that time that kind of sorted that for me, but it yeah. it almost just put a dampener on the whole thing and it, it just didn't work. So, we had, so I had a month or two off and then started again. Mm. Um, thankfully we haven't had any problems with touch wood. Yeah. Um, no, no, but no, yeah. Any,
0: so, so you sell jewelry, bullets. <laughs> yeah. like you're making your own yeah. money, Dan.
1: Well, on a necklace, maybe <laughs> one day. Um, but, but yeah, in terms of the the split, um, focusing on the customers that you've got yeah. is definitely you know email marketing is is such an underrated. Yeah. Um,
0: Let's get into that a little bit because I think the same thing. Only recently because I was um, I've read Traffic Secrets by Russell Bronson and he talks about the value of an email, like it's one dollar, so say one pound per email you have on the email list. If you have ten thousand emails, you have ten thousand pounds essentially a month. Yeah. And I, I really underutilized it for months, and I think many people do. So yeah, just carry on. I just wanted to like uh, preframe that, but yeah, it's so underutilized, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you think about it, if you're getting five, five well, five percent conversion rate is really, really high. Yeah. I think the average e-commerce store is two. Well, I say really, really high. It, you know, the average is two percent. Yeah. So it's high. You know. I thought, yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm going for ten percent. That's yeah. never going to be happen, but you know, but so that that. If you've got 2% conversion rate, that's average. You know, 98 out of 100 people that come into your store are gone, you know. But if you can incentivize them to give you their email address Mm. and then send them down a nice flow that that builds trust of you, the product, the business, you know, you're much more likely to make that sale down the line. So you are, especially if you're paying for these clicks, you're throwing money away and uh, you can always send more emails than you think without getting unsubscribes. And, and actually, as long as you're unsubscribes, unsubscriber rate is sort of maybe less than 1%, I yeah. think, um, you know, keep sending until it gets over that. sort of. I mean, 1%, I think that's something that I learned from a podcast. Mm. Uh, there's a Hammersley Brothers e-commerce podcast that's really, really valuable. Okay. Um, so good, good one to listen to. But yeah, they say 1% unsubscribe rate. If you're not at that, send more emails. And yeah. and at first, it's really difficult to come up with content. Yeah. Because you know, if it's all just salesy, then obviously you're going to you're going to get more subs- unsubscribes. But you need to so you need to come up with valuable um, emails, and that is difficult. But you know, each email we put out, you know, that's adding over the course of the month thousands upon thousands of of dollars of revenue, pounds of revenue. Yeah. Listen to so many American I know. Podcasts, <laughs> uh, dollars. Um, yeah, we need we need to do more. Um, yeah. British podcasts are so well done, after No, yeah, well, it's true that I actually it's <laughs> yeah.
0: part of the reason why I do it because like there are so many Americans and like not many British people.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry, just keep getting uh, there. Right. sidetracked. but yeah, so we now send three emails a week. Okay, cool. And that's just that's just like the newsletter. Yeah. Obviously, you've got all the automatic sequences and stuff like that. And um, so yeah, we've got a a welcome sequence, which then leads them to do a review. Okay. So a lot, a lot. So you, you get a, if you buy something, you'll you'll get a thank, you'll get a confirmation email, yeah. won't you, of of most companies. Yeah. You know, that's the bare minimum you expect. Yeah. yeah. How many people send you a personalized e or, or what what feels like a personalized email from the business owner, um explaining more about the business, why why they do it, and then yeah. a couple of days later, check up and say, by the way, you know. If, if there's anything wrong with your product, just drop us an email here, yeah. and we'll we'll resolve it straight away. And then, um, is it two weeks later? They then get asked for. Oh, sorry. Then there's another one to say follow us on social media. And this is what you'll get if you do that. So again, you know the whole value piece of information. You know ways to clean your, earring, your ears and your earrings, yeah, yeah. things like that. There's more content um, than you
0: think in it. Once you get into it, sorry. There's more content than you think once you get into yeah. it. Yeah.
1: And, th- and then you ask for the review, yeah. you know, so that they've had time that they, they know more about you, the kind of getting the buy into your brand and why you're doing it. You know, they know that if there's any problems, you're going to resolve yeah. it for them. You know, yeah. they know that they're getting value from other channels, and then you ask them for a review. Yeah. And and we get a really high percentage, maybe between 10 and 20%, I don't know the exact percentage of, of reviews, but we've got over 2000 reviews now on the, on the store. Um, ninety-five percent of them are five star. That's impressive. Um, you know, people people say, "How do you get so many reviews?" And it's it's again, it everything's a process (laughs) of of lead them to to want to give you a review. You know, um, you know, you you go buy you go buy something, don't, and you can just see the, oh, you know, four stars. We we get kind of the the talk. You into giving them five stars. Because, uh, yeah. you know, if we get four-star, yeah, then yeah, yeah. You know, it doesn't count told off. I'm like, hold on, <laughs> I'll give you what's, you know, star rating I want to give you. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, it's I hate that. <laughs> uh, and that you know, and other than that, obviously, you've got people who don't buy but add to cart. So yeah. then you get a reminder saying, you know, did you leave something in your cart? Yeah. Typical things like that. But again... It's it's shown them other reviews from other customers and, and really shown them right this is the benefit that you're going to get if you buy yeah. and actually if you don't buy, this is you know you're going to lose all of this yeah. stuff again the psychology behind yeah. you know you're going to lose this if you don't buy it now, um, and you know there's a few offers in thrown, thrown in here and there, to try and incentivize if, if there's a sticking point that might be delivery cost or something yeah. like that you know you can give them free shipping, which alleviates that pain. Yeah. Have, you, have um, you ever done like this
0: is random and just inserting this here. Have you ever spoken to anyone about like this and turn, like, done a presentation about it? Because or... I, I know what you're telling me makes sense. And so I know some people are like, this is new to me. I didn't knew that. Have you ever like thought about it?
1: What do you mean? Thought about...
0: approaching e-commerce businesses or... This is just randomly just coming out. Now.
1: Yeah, it's what, it, you know, Cause this... I always come up with my brain never stops. I'm always waking up in the middle of the night thinking, do you know what would be a really good idea if I sold marshmallows? You know, just really (laughs) random things like, you know, e-commerce coaching is something that I'd really, really like to do because I feel like just doing one site isn't enough. I I love this so, so much. And, you know, this is why I kind of try and especially around the NatWest hub, it's a really good community. You know, I don't try and help where I can. and, and, And there's a few people that, you know, are just starting out and it's, it's nice that I can give them that advice. Yeah. Um, but what, going back to the four hour work week yeah. and, and things like that, I don't want to be held to time versus money. Yeah, fair enough. Um, but, you know, I, I've started, I, when, I, when I had Henry, you know, I thought, oh, I'll start a baby grow business. Yeah. You know, there's, there's um, st- yeah. coming from Newcastle, we say mom and not mum. Yeah, yeah. You cannot buy a mom card. So I thought, yeah. oh, it'd be a really good idea to do mom cards. But yeah. can I design cards? No. So that flopped, you know, so there's all these little things I think, yeah, this is, this is easy. You mm-hmm. know, I can just set up a few of these and if I get like 10 grand here, 10 grand there, yeah, everything will be fine. Yeah. But I actually sort of undervalue how well I've done with solace because I don't know, I, I almost am at the point now, where I think, cause I know a lot, yeah. but actually ha- it, it's all about that grit at the start and getting the initial customers. Yeah. It's actually easier once you are going, once you've got, like you say, you know, 10, 20,000 email subscribers and you you just milk everything that you've already yeah. already got yeah, yeah. um so it's it's one of those where yeah I'm always coming up with different things and um yeah I wanted to do yeah a few other ideas <laughs> but I think I just need to stick to this one thing for now until until I can employ somebody to run the yeah. company and then I'll definitely jump into something I, else.
0: Oh cool. Is that where so what yeah. where do you see the future for this then for you then? Do you have like a a where do you want to be in 5 years <laughs> but where, where yeah. have you thought about uh, is this an interview
1: yeah i mean it it, it definitely changes yeah. i mean going back to when i was younger obviously it was a, i wanted to be a multimillionaire yeah. um you know I, I wanted the porsche and the nice house yeah. and and you know that, those things would be really really nice but actually what i've what i've massively noticed since Sort of leaving the job, making the transition into being a business owner, yeah. entrepreneur, whatever you want to call it, is I really value my time, mm. and that that's not a in a pound sense; it's in a freedom sense. So, yeah. you know, having that, having breakfast, lunch, and dinner with my son, you know, and my fiance every day, it's it, you know, Wonderful. it's it's really really nice, and right. so so it's it's hard to say because obviously people grow up and you get in different places and whatever else the business will grow up Um, but yeah I'm just really enjoying having that sort of space so what I don't want to do is sort of and I'm not saying it would but it would be nice to think that the business would would grow into something very very successful yeah but at what cost to my personal health it it, so it's it's ever changed in one minute you know one minute I think right I'll build it to an exit the next minute I think no why would I want to sell this it's been my baby almost um, I just want to run it to a comfortable level where I can live a nice lifestyle. Yeah. You know, the next minute I think, yeah, I'll just employ someone to run the company. I'll just be on the yeah. board of directors, and then I can help all these other businesses, and that'll yeah. be really fulfilling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just does. It, it never stops. It'll. It it it's it's quite frustrating actually because, yeah. uh, you know, you don't know, but quite exciting at the same yeah. at the same time. You know, I've, I've got five years for the business.
2: Yeah,
1: but me as a I've put me as a separate entity almost, yeah. and and I try and grow a business. Or I'm trying to grow this business so that, you know, those parameters between sort of breakfast and dinner time, I can always keep that with yeah, with yeah. my family because good otherwise, what you know, what's the point?
0: Yeah, you don't want to be one of those people who like starts a business, builds it up so massive, and then loses everything around it because you see those stories yeah. and you hear them all the time, don't you?
1: Yeah, you definitely can, and and it's easy to get engrossed in it, you know, yeah. especially when starting up. And I think you have to. Um, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's tough but that's why I quite like the parameters I've set right now mm. but who's to say in five years you know they have to change but you know you, you just you set these things and review them don't you yeah it's, uh, it's so yeah multi-millionaire with loads of money
0: so if you want it go for it why not I don't, I
1: don't. Oh, you know, definitely. I'm not saying that I don't. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't want to be comfortable, but it's it changes, doesn't it? You know, where you want to be Jeff Bezos one day, you think actually. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: You've got such good hair, though, <laughs> Roberto. Ah, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the other day when I saw photos, like, look at this. Like, you like You remind my friend it hasn't Matt. Changed. Is exactly yeah, it hasn't
1: same. Like, changed just, so yeah. Especially um, with uh, lockdown, you know, yeah. when Lindsay cut my hair, I was a bit uh, uncertain about doing all <laughs> these Zoom calls. <laughs> Put that, a wig on.
0: Have you seen that Zoom suit thing? Oh,
1: uh, no, actually. No, it was quite I funny. thought you were going to say about the backgrounds, but...
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's a guy who did like an advert. It was like drinking, is um, it milk? No, he, he wants to drink alcohol, basically, but he pours it into a cup. And he has oh. one arm here, and he puts it on behind. So it's like he just puts himself into it, in the front bit, and it just sits there like this. like he, And the back's like <laughs> underwear and nothing. <Yeah. laughs> it's like, All right, yeah. So it's great. Quite a genius Zoom suit. Cool. Um, So last couple of questions then
2: to end the show. So these are the kind of questions I ask every single guest at the end. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Awesome.
0: I like that. And then I did this in, but do you think they're born or made entrepreneurs?
2: Because that, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: 4 months into sort of Quitting my job, I was like, "Oh my God, have I made the right decision?" I'm probably going to be looking for a job in in two months. Yeah. Um, you know, I put my I put my family potentially in financial difficulty. You know, but then that last two months,
0: yeah,
1: there's some you know everything changed and now things are going really really well. So it's yeah, I think I think there's certainly something inside entrepreneurs that. Yeah potentially can't be, can't be learned. But that's, I don't want to say that you can't do it if, if you don't have it.
2: But.
0: Yeah, I find it, I think you you can get it to a point. So you can almost like, you can create, I don't know, 30, 40 grand business, like a little side hustle. But if you want more, you have to learn and the rest of it. So I think everyone's probably born having some kind of skill set. But like you said, you've got to put the rest in to get the, the bigger result, I think.
1: 100%. And I mean, you know, you've got to be, you, you don't necessarily have to be great at everything, but yeah. as long as you know what you're good at, and and sense. either learn the rest or or outsource it. Yeah, exactly. Spot on. Cool. And then,
0: what three pieces of advice would you give to entrepreneur who's struggling
1: with their business? Um, I, I mean, obviously, from a financial background, you need to take ownership of the numbers. Um, you know, you need to forecast. You need, I would say, you need to produce monthly accounts rather than getting to the end of the year and thinking, reviewing, right? Was that a good or bad year? Yeah. You know, because it, you know, even when I started doing this, it was one of those things that cleaners always have an untidy home, or, or not always, but you know, like it was yeah. it was one of those things that I didn't want to do when I got home. But then when I wasn't doing that full time anymore, yeah, I really focused on it, and my profit margin skyrocketed straight away. and I was like, don't like what you know. <laughs> Um, well, the basics but yeah if, if you're if you're just going in blind and just thinking of all the operational and sales things but don't actually have a handle on your numbers how do you know how you're gonna get yourself out of that difficulty um, and set budgets um, I guess the second one is that, you know you need to know that it just it won't happen overnight um, and it might not even happen with that business idea but if you just continue to learn test and review and better yourself yeah. You know, over the long term, you you know you're more likely to get there, or you will get there, as long as you keep pushing. And I guess the third one is you could potentially, you know, don't be afraid to get a job. You know, you've yeah. done, you've been through this, haven't you? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, you know, earn so earn something so that doesn't put you in difficulty, and then test the market. And you know, you're, you're not committed fully, but you've you've still got to make sure you, you're not. Um, you're not then taking all of your focus off it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wise words. Uh, and then if you were to start again, what would you change at ground zero?
1: Um, I'd love to say that I'd put more focus on the business in the early days. Yeah. But, you know, I think I needed that life in my 20s, you know, yeah obviously living in Newcastle, a lot of, a lot of bars. Um, <laughs> I, may have, I may have regretted if I was working a full time job and then working all night doing the business. Yeah, I might, I might have been more successful now than it is. However, um, how old you, are you know, now? sorry, how old are you now? 29. Okay, cool. Um, but yeah, my career wouldn't have then got where I was. Yeah. So then all that learning behind the financials of, you know, how to, how to, how to build a business and, and how to forecast things like that I wouldn't have learned so maybe maybe not a business thing but I wish I'd learned a bit more about personal finances when I was younger and investing um because oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah, I, I kind of yeah. just as as most people do just yeah. just kind of wasted all my money up until a couple of years ago when I really started learning about um you know rich dad poor dad books oh, like nice. that you yeah. know investing and now it's about using the assets that I've got to generate income rather yeah. than you know liabilities and I guess, I guess I know that's not a business one but I think that's I think it ties in with
2: oh, no, being able
1: to actually run a business yeah because if you're not financially stable how can you how can your business ever be yeah
0: I agree with that 100% and then what does I guess you've answered before so I'll ask you again. Fin- financial freedom because you kind of like your whole purpose was financial freedom for this wasn't it really <laughs> and then but yeah like, it is
1: yeah yeah I mean I've realized um, even you know when I was in Good money, yeah. uh, In my job, that those nice things don't give you fulfillment. So yeah. financial freedom, freedom to me, is being able to do the things each day that I actually enjoy doing. So not, you know, haven't go, not going into work thinking, yeah. oh, yeah, I really don't want to do that. You know, every day is different for me now. I absolutely love it. So even if I had all the money in the world, I would still work. Um, and but that's freedom. I think. But if yeah. I want to take a month off and go traveling, then I want to be able to do that um, and not, you know, worry about the impact and just, yeah, provide the biggest, what you know, is providing for my family a nice life, you know? Um, yeah.
0: Would you want to stay in the UK then? Because you mentioned traveling. Yeah, so definitely, you, you know,
1: to... friends and family. It's, okay. you know, you can, you can see the world sort of two to three, four weeks at a time, can't you? Yeah. Um not, I would love to do a year, but obviously, with a, a one year old, um, you know, I need to focus on his on his upbringing and things like that. I can't just be running off. I'll <laughs> be a good experience yeah. for him. Yeah, bring him with me. Yeah,
0: yeah, a yeah. backpack. Tim Ferriss
1: talks about in it. The, <laughs> in the backpack, yeah. yeah. In the backpack. Stick him in the backpack. <laughs> You'd love that. <laughs> exactly. Because he's um, got ice cream.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then, if you could give one message to all entrepreneurs out there, what would it be? If you had a big, massive megaphone, and you could shout out a message. What would it be?
1: Find out. Find out what you want from being an entrepreneur. Okay. You know, the the common thing is, I'm going to set up a, a coffee shop because I want to work for myself and I want to, you know, work my own hours. But yet, then you realise that actually you work my hours and you've got, you know, you, you've got more stress than before than yeah. a job. So really understand what it is that you are wanting from from this journey because it, it won't be easy and i guess um one of the books i read i think Mil- the millionaire fast lane talks about um think almost like what nat west program says as well backcast your life so how many hours do you want to work how much money do you need to have the things that you want to have right does your business plan fit that life and that revenue model um, and if it doesn't don't do it because ultimately you're going to get to the end of it and think, this isn't what I want. So, um, really understand that. Um, you know, how many hours do you want to work? Does this enable you to to achieve your goals? And otherwise, it might not just be. It might be a really good business idea, just not not, not the you. business for you. Yeah.
0: Do you think too many people take that leap without thinking about that thing you just mentioned?
1: Like, Probably. The they just. Yeah, it's easy to get carried away. You know, yeah. I, I mentioned a couple of failed things that I've I've tried in the last you know couple of years and. Yeah, I just got carried away. Yeah. Uh, maybe a bit of fear that solace wouldn't grow to the levels it needed to be or, you know, and I, and I kind of disregarded all of my rules and, and went with yeah. gut and just thinking, oh, yeah, this is a really good idea. It wasn't a like good idea.
0: Original. I guess that's the downfall of being an entrepreneur, isn't it? Because we have that, that where's that new thing? Where's the new thing? Where's the new thing? It's like, actually, let me focus on this thing now versus trying to place yeah. loads of things. and
1: yeah 100% do you know do what you're doing and and look at ways to do it better yeah 100% awesome shiny toy syndrome
0: (laughs) (laughs) awesome Dan thanks for being an amazing guest Um, no thank you very much it's been uh, it's been really good yeah thank you for tuning in guys and we'll catch you next week on next week's weekly expert bye for now If you're an entrepreneur or looking to start your own business, have a few clients who want more and more sales into your business, then join the Six Figure Challenge today. In this challenge, I'll share with you the foundations to build a six-figure business with a step-by-step challenge. So start the challenge today by going to www.six-figurechallenge.com and I'll see you there.
2: Woo!